What's up, guys? It's your boy, Goosenov. Welcome back to the Goosenov Show. Quick idea that I just came up with. Right now, I am was about to fall asleep, but then I was like, hey, this is a pretty cool idea. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blurt it out and spit it out at you guys. See if you guys... See if, it, see if there's something here. Okay. So, I think many people, or I think the default state of every individual is, I think St. Thomas Aquinas says this, but everyone thinks that they're good. Everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing. Everyone thinks that they're kind of right. And I think that's true. And I think that this is a part of our survival mechanism, right? Why would you advocate for yourself if you didn't think you were, you know, good and worth advocating for, right? This is, and if, and if you didn't advocate for yourself, right, then you wouldn't pass on your genetics and you would be a genetic dead end and then you'd, you know, there wouldn't be a reason for you to continue. Or maybe not, not a reason, but you you would be at a disadvantage because you're, you're, you're you know, you're the, the system that's controlling your body is saying, oh, you know what, you, you don't really need to reproduce. You don't, you're not really, you don't deserve to do that. You're not, you know, you're not a good person. Why would you, why would you, why would we want you to re- reproduce if you're a bad person, right? So evolutionary, evolutionarily, everyone, I think, by default, thinks that they are in the right that they are on the right path, that what they believe is true, and, you know, oh, you know, I'm good, I'm a good person, what I'm doing is fine, you know, and they didn't put any effort into that, you know, it's just, you know, you could be, you could be some idiot who, who, who did zero, like, research into philosophy and no, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't do their due diligence at all, and they'd think that, yo, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm right, I'm on the, I'm on the right side, I'm, I'm the good guy, blah, 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 right? And then you can have someone who spend, spends, like, years of their life, like, studying, like, a bizarre ideology and then slowly falling into it. And then they think that they're right, too. You know, everyone thinks that they're right to an extent, you know? But I think that your emotions are really... <laughs> Take it from me. Your emotions are, I think, one of the biggest deceivers out there. I mean, I was in a relationship and if you guys have been in a relationship that has been detrimental to you, you will you will know that that your your heart will lead you astray. <laughs> it can very well lead you astray and and it can grab hold of you and it can make you, you know, and make can make you think that you're doing the right thing when you're in actuality, you're doing something stupid. And that's just the fact. The fact of the matter is the most, pa- <laughs> those are our systems in place that govern the deepest parts of your brain. You know, this is millions of years of evolution that are baked into the survival mechanisms behind your, your existence, you know, behind what, what makes you tick. You know, these, 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 these powerful spirits behind your brain, you know, they, they can, they can grab hold of you and they can overpower your conscious mind. And I would say that for the most part, 
They, 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 they're in control, even when you don't think they are. And this is especially true in the fact that everyone thinks that they are justified. Everyone thinks that they are on the right path. Everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing. Everyone thinks that, oh, you know what? You know, I did something, I did, you know, I, maybe I stole this little thing, that doesn't really matter, you know. Oh, I, I said this little lie, that doesn't really matter. Oh, I did this, that doesn't really matter. Oh, I, I, did, I did that, that doesn't really matter. Oh, you know what, I believe this, you know, that's fine. You know, we, we, let, ourself, we, let, we let ourselves get away with many different things because we think that we're justified. And even though it might seem small or whatever, I think that that's just the fact. The fact of the matter is that our brain wants to, you know, wants us to think that we're in, in the right. We're getting a little off track, but, but my, point, my point is essentially that we think that we're justified, but we're not. We think that we're on the right side of things. But that's not necessarily true, and I'd say that for the most part, it's not true. Now, this is part one. This is a preface preface to the big idea. The big idea is that you think that you have a cool set of ideas, or you think that, you know, I'm in the right, or you think that, oh, this is good, or blah, 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 you know, I'm wise, or I'm smart, or I know these things, or, you know, I have a cool, unique perspective, or blah, blah, blah. People need to hear my voice. People need to hear what I have to say, blah, 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 blah. But I will say that I don't think that, I don't think that, let me think of how to, how to word this. Who cares who you are? Who cares what you have to say? Who cares about what your little quirky opinion is and what this little thing is and what that little thing is and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Who cares about your view of philosophy and your view of this and that and da, 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 da. At the end of the day, you exist for a little blip of human history. You exist for a small little fraction of it. And you think that you are much more well-rounded than you actually are because your brain is tricking you into thinking that. But you're not. And at the end of the day, you can say things, you can push for things, you could do this, but you have no idea if you're going in the right direction or not. from the get-go, from just, from the default. So, what I will say is the only way to ensure that you are going in the right trajectory, the only way to ensure that, you know, your little quirks, the little things that you have to give to back to humanity, right, give back to others, the way that you actually ensure that your life is meaningful, is by ensuring that morally you're in the most, that you cherish virtue as much as you possibly can. You ensure that you're 
Your soul is as clean as it can be. You ensure that you align yourself with the good, with the truth, with what is beautiful. You know, you align yourself with God in the best, to the best of your ability. And only then will your actions, will your trajectory in life be in a good position. And then you could say, well, I don't believe in God. Blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. That, that's irrelevant. What, and let's look at Catholicism specifically. Catholicism is a religion that has, I guess, has a continuity of probably 10,000 plus years. And by, by allying yourself, aligning yourself with, with this, instead of being, you know, this little blip that thinks that they know everything when in actuality they know nothing, you know, you know, and the, 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 the timeline of your beliefs, of your ideas and whatever, if you just rely on yourself is like, you know, it's a few decades, right? At most, at most, you know, I'm going to figure everything out myself. At most, it's going to be a few decades, right? And then let's say, oh, oh, I want to figure everything out by myself, but I'm also going to rely on science. It's like, okay, then, you, you know, maybe a few hundred years, but you, you're also not, you don't have any virtue. So you, you don't even know if you're, you're allowing, you're, you're going in the right direction because science in and of itself, it's, it could be either good or bad, you know? You can use technology for good, you can use technology for bad, so you're, you're still in the same spot, you know? The only way to, to ensure that your trajectory in life is good the only way to ensure that your life has a, a purpose, you know, that you're, you're not just wasting it. You're not just, oh, I'm going to do this and the, is if you, and, and, and you know, your, your life can, your life will probably have purpose even if you don't completely align yourself. But the way that you, the way that you get to, the way that you, your life has the most meaning is if you completely you know, surrender your, your own, you know, belief that you're, you know, the, the initial conditions that God gave you are, oh, the, are, are supreme, you know, oh, wow, I'm smart, I'm this, I'm that, da, da, da. this is so cool, I can make art, I can do this, that doesn't matter, what matters is who you are in relation to God, meaning, you know, in relation to, to, to the ideal of beauty, in relation to the ideal of truth, in, in, in relation to the ideal of a virtuous way of life, you know, that's the only way that you can ensure that what you're doing now is, 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 you know, is good by saying, Hey, was it, was it Plato? I, I, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. That, that, that's it's extremely true. At the end of the day, you exist for a blip. There's no way for you to get, it, get everything into your head. It's no way, there's no way for you to understand everything, you know, decently. Or anything decently, for that matter. There's just too much information. So, th th I think the only virtuous the only thing that you can do, the best thing you can do as a person is to say, you know what, 
I think that I, I, I have an inclination to think that I know what I'm doing. You know, I have an inclination to think that, oh, well, I'm, I'm in the right direction, you know, but you have to say, you know, actually, I don't know. You know, I feel like I do, but I don't. And at the end of the day, you know, I think that I, oh, I, I think, I think that this is true. I think that this is true. I think that this philosophy is true and da, 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 da. It's like, okay, well, you, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know and you'll never know. You'll never know for certain if anything is this or anything is that, you know. And you'll feel like you're certain because your brain is, wants you to think that you're certain about stuff. But, but, but in actuality, you know, you, you'll, you'll never really be certain, you know, oh, oh, God, you know, I think God isn't real. I think that God isn't real. I'm just not gonna, I'm certain of that. It's like, no, you're not. Your brain is telling you that you're certain, but you're really, there's, there's no real good reason to believe that. But let's continue. The best thing you can do is say, hey, I'm probably ignorant of all this stuff. You know, these inclinations I'm going towards are probably wrong, you know. Oh, I, I believe in this ideology. You know, people fall into ideologies. People fall into, you know, weird thought patterns. Lots of untruths that don't really encompass all of reality. And I think that the, the, the best thing to do is to say that, you know, not to fall for that, not to, to, to acknowledge the fact that that you've, you're probably influenced by these, you know, these, these mental parasites that are trying to guide you to do whatever they want, you know, these little demons say, hey, you know what, these probably aren't right, you know, and maybe there's elements that are right, you know, that, that are true, but like, let, let me, let me put those to the side first. First and foremost, you should, you should abandon the wisdom of the world, abandon these little, you know, voices these little demons that are telling you, hey, you know what, this is the right ideology and that's the right thing, da, da, da. Abandon that. And the next step after that is to say, okay, let me purify my soul. Let me become the most virtuous and best person I can possibly be. And let me align myself completely with the highest possible good imaginable you know, which is God, which is Christ, which is, you know, the way of virtue, the, the truth and life. And I think that only, only by aligning yourself, by sacrificing your will, by sacrificing your wants and the, 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 the arrogant belief that the, you know, with the small amount of time that you have that you can you can figure out all of reality, you know, by, by dispelling with that idiotic notion and by sacrificing yourself to, you know, virtue. I think that once you do that, then you can start working, then you can start cooking. I think that only when you have, when you're able to look at the world through, you know, the purest soul that you can, or as pure, you know, the, the better, the, the more, the more, you know, aligned with the good you are, the better you're going to be at 
you know, the better of an impact you're going to have. And I think that only by doing that will you be able to determine where your energy should go, where your efforts are best, you know, suited. And only then, I think, will you, your, your will be something of import, importance, right? Because right now, I think that if, if you're not aligning yourself with the good, then your will, you know, it, it, it's going in a random direction. It doesn't really, you know, it could be good, it could be bad, it could be mediocre, it could be blah, blah, blah. You know, you don't know what the effect of your, your life is going to be. You know, it could be, you could be hurting people. You know, you could be, you know, maybe doing a marginal amount of good, but you could be doing a lot of bad without really knowing it, right? But if you align yourself with, with virtue, I think that, that that will allow you to make decisions, make choices in the best possible way that you can. And I, and I, I, I'm fairly certain this is true. I mean, this is this is it's got to be true. It's got to be true, you know. And that's not to say, oh, you, you can make mistakes or whatever, you know. Oh, maybe a mistake hurts people or whatever. But like, I mean, that's not a part of the will. You know, you could make a mistake and not be aligned with the truth. But on the whole, right? I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, well, what about a nuclear plant operator? And let's say he presses the wrong button and then plant explodes and kills everybody it's like that's not really a it's not really an issue of uh virtue there it's like well if the guy decided to be virtuous versus not like probably would have made the same decision so but i'm saying in terms of your your general life trajectory and i guess let me let me try and summarize this into a thesis right i think that people think that their life has you know that's a cool meaning, you know, like, oh, I made some squiggles and I made this and you know, it's a really cool piece of art. It's like, well, I don't know, you know, a thousand years from now, will, will people really care? It's not, even, it's not even about the people. It's like, will this actually do, like, push humanity in a better direction, you know? Like, we think that our little, you know... Well, I would also say this. Well, actually, let me just continue. But I think the only way to really know that your the direction of your life is good is if you the way that you're controlling your life is coming from a place of you know goodness and virtue, rather than a place of you know, confusion and ideology. You got to make sure that you know who's controlling it. And you got to make sure that you're aligning yourself, not from just like some, you know, you shouldn't try to reinvent the wheel from the get-go. You should, you should have what is controlling your life be, you know, a 10,000-year-long march 
You know, you should be standing on the shoulders of giants. You shouldn't try and figure everything out from the get-go by yourself because humans exist within a network of connections. And that's how we, that, that, is, that is how we exist. That's who we are. We aren't individuals. We aren't just, oh, I'm just a thinking entity. It's like, no. You define who you are, not by just, you know, oh, I'm just a thinking, I'm a, just a brain in a jar. It's like, no. You define who you are with who you interact with, by the connections that you form between others. And, and you could say, well, well, what about, what about people who, you know, who were just atheists who, you know, let's say, let's say Albert Einstein, right? He was an atheist, wasn't he? He, he, uh, he, you know, I think he did some bad things actually. Didn't he like marry his like second cousin or something? I don't know. But anyway, you know, virtuously. You know, maybe explicitly, you know, on the from the from the top. You know, he had some problems, I guess. But I do think that he still. I think that that whenever you find someone who is, I think, successful or, or you know, who did something good, I think. Whenever you find someone who did something good, I think that you'll find that, to some extent or another they aligned themselves with the truth and with goodness, at least at some extent. And they believed in the truth and in goodness to some extent. And I guess my point is, the more you believe in the truth, the more you, you, you practice it, the more you, you know, surrender yourself to it more you surrender yourself to, you know, to the historical dialectic, to the process, rather than just, oh, I can figure everything out myself, you know, this this arrogant independence. I think the, 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 the greater you can be, the more you can manifest in the world, the, 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 the you know, the better things can get for your legacy. And it's not about you. It's about what what effect you have on others. You know, your your the results of your life aren't going to be for you. You're, you know, you're not going to be there. You're not going to be around. The result, results of your life ripple through the connections that you have between others. You know, people people on humanity is like a it's like a giant brain it's like a giant you know network of neurons and and as a as a collective i think we think like a brain as well we we make decisions like a giant neural net of some sort and and i think that you know the ripples your life will leave ripples in the pond of humanity And that's what you should be striving for. Leaving, leaving the world a better place. And the only way to do that is by aligning yourself with the good. Otherwise, you don't know what you're aligning yourself with. And 
And if you don't know what you're aligning yourself with, then you may end up doing more harm than good. And I think that it's also a continuum, right? If you align yourself with the good a little bit, I think you can you can do a little bit of good. And you, if you align yourself with the, the good a lot, you can do a lot of good. And, yeah, I don't know. The other thing is, I, I think that people should stop being so sure about everything. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sure that this is, I'm sure this is da da da. It's like, I don't think you can ever be sh- sure of anything, but you can choose to believe things. You can choose that this is a framework that you accept. And, and at the end of the day, I think the best thing to guide us is. It's probably beauty. I was taking a, a class in evolutionary algorithms, which is a cutting-edge field in artificial intelligence. And many of the, or most of the, 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 the metrics that you use to kind of develop, make the algorithm tick is, you know, determining fitness. You know, like, oh... Let's look at the the path, distance of a path, or let's look at how far a robot can walk, and or this or that, and you know, blah blah blah. But I think that one metric that nature uses, to to you know that that animals within nature use, to mate. I think one of those metrics, is beauty, and as as a human. This is 100% true, right? You look at you look at a woman or you look at a, a man if you're a woman listening to this. You know, you'll you'll find beauty in the person that you you love. You know. Or you want to you want to get with, I guess. <laughs> Animals do the same thing, I'd say. Have you ever seen a pheasant? Pheasants are beautiful. You know, if you ever, if every animal, every, every animal that, that has been naturally evolved is beautiful. And I don't think that that's just a coincidence. And I don't think it's just, oh, it just, they just, they just, they're just beautiful because they are. No, I think that animals choose or select other animals based on the criteria of aesthetics. And I think that aesthetics are... I don't think it's just, oh, oh, they're looking at, like, the waist-to-hip ratio and da-da-da. It's just mathematics. I think it's deeper than that. I think there's a fundamental aspect of reality where aesthetics and beauty are are there. I think that form, aesthetics, and beauty are, are a part of reality that I don't think that science has done a good job of grasping. But I think that it's we're going to learn much more about this in the future. And I think it's going to be a much bigger field of, of study. But my point is, I think that aesthetics, whatever those are in scientific terms has been a guiding principle behind evolution. And I think that that means it's a real thing. So going back to my original point, where, where, where I'm going with this is that, you know, since aesthetics is real, and I think that 
the fact that evolution probably uses it as a metric kind of proves that it's a real thing, right? And also, if, if evolution is kind of evolving things towards being aesthetically beautiful, you know, there's a value to it. There's something in there, you know, something of, of note. So my point is, you know, aligning yourself, like, let's say, oh, I don't, you know, I, I believe this because I think that the rationality and logic and da 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 leads me to this. It's like, well, I don't know. I, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole there. But anyway, my point is you could say you could, you could, you could justify your beliefs however you want, you know, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, one of the best heuristics, one of the best ways to, to test your beliefs, to make sure that your belief is true, is to see if it's beautiful, if it has aesthetic value if there's narrative continuity, if it's something that is, you know, deep, powerful, you know, the, the same feeling you get when you look at nature, you know, you climb to the top of a mountain, you're breathless because it's just amazing. The same, the same beauty that you see in animals, same beauty that you see in someone you love. the beliefs that you have should elicit a similar sense of beauty. They should have a consistency and a, maybe not a totality, but a, a, you know, they should, they should create a world. They should create a, a, you know, you know, everything, everything, from the, from the smallest part of this belief to the largest part should create beauty. And it shouldn't just be like, you know, I, th I think ideologies kind of hijack this, you know, because they think, oh, yeah, they, they promise you beauty. But if you look at the results, it's like, not really, you know, even even an ideology that makes mo makes a lot of sense. Right. I don't think that it will give you. At the end of the day, it's going to fall short in, in areas, right? But but let's look at just, you know, religion or, or, you know, let's look at Catholicism, for example. And the lowest level, you know, who cares about the ideology and da-da-da, well, at the very lowest level, saying, be virtuous. And a virtuous life, you know, one... Or, you know, let's say you're following the Ten Commandments. Or let's say you're just following the golden rule. You know, love thy neighbor. You know, that is beautiful. You know, you could be, you could be, you know, at, at each other's throats and, you know, just like spitting venom. But you could also say, you know what? You know, you've wronged me in the past, but. You know, if 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 we keep if 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 I if I strike back and you strike back at me and then I strike back at you, it'll it'll lead to nothing, you know, and it'll it'll just hurt both of us. In my and hatred will just hurt me. So why don't I just forgive you? Why don't I just love you instead of hating? You know, there's a beauty in that. And at the highest levels, you could say, like, oh well well, you know, God doesn't make sense. God doesn't make sense. It's like, well,
there's two options. There's two options. Option one is you die and nothing happens. And you just cease to exist. You know, it's like you go to sleep, but more final. You know, and everything in reality was just some, you know, this mathematical mumbo jumbo that just kind of, you know, just happened. And there's at the top of reality, you know, it's, there's no consciousness. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just abiotic nothingness, right? It's just an absurd nature. And sure, you know, why not? That, that that that's a reasonable explanation, I'd say. And you know, but it's boring. It's boring, and there's no narrative to it. the the The, the problem with that is that there's there's no narrative that explains it. There's no there's no meaning to time. There's no meaning to, to anything really. It's just you know what? Well, the universe is homogenous. There's nothing really that matters. It's just a you know, it's just a a blip and who cares right the alternative and, and you or and hold on, you could say well what, we could come up with our own meaning and da 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 it's like well okay but at the end of the day the universe is gonna die and so who cares right option one is nihilism and i don't think there's a way to get out of it i don't think you can existentialize your way out of nihilism you know because at the end of the day your life will be f- very short, and then once you're dead, according to nihilism, you experience nothing. So there's really no reason for you to just not be a hedonist. You know, if there is no God, you should just, you know, have as much fun as you can. Then you could you could come up with some reasoning bo- around it or blah blah blah. But but I I don't think that you can really. At the end of the day, you're 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 kind of trying to, you say, well, no, I'm going to be virtuous. I'm going to be. Da, da. It's like, well, you're still doing it for yourself. Oh, but I want to. Da, da, da. It's like, no, you're 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 doing it for yourself, because you're you want to. You know, let's say I I want to do this because I want to help others. Right? It's like, well, within the nihilist framework, you're doing you're helping others because you're you know you're getting. You know, it's it's serving an ideology or you're or you're doing it to like feel better about yourself or 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 like you know or you think that for for a short time but then again you get you start getting into a little bit of poetics but that's getting out of the nihilist framework you know you're you're accepting something that's kind of metaphysical outside of yourself you know if you say well i want to do this because i want to help other people you know i i want my life to be bigger than myself it's like okay now we're getting somewhere you know, you are, and I, there's, that's the start of some sort of narrative, right? The narrative is, isn't just, you know, you, it's a continuity after your death. It's like, and you don't get to see that, right? And I think, I think, uh, you know, I think that that if you have if you're if you if you you know if you're within the atheistic or nihilistic framework and you want to have if you're if you're kind of reaching out into some you know 
trying to have a metaphysical meaning, you know, an existentialist meaning for it. I think, I think you can reach out, but you'll never really get something that's like, you know, completely meaningful. It's just a, it's just a, a, you know, an indictment, but a, uh, a sign that there's part of you that longs for something deeper. You know, it's longing for a narrative. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, by saying, oh, I want to do good for other people. Let's say you're an atheist and you say, I want to do good for other people because I want, I want to, you know, I want my life to, to, to affect other people in a good way, right? By doing that, your life becomes like a narrative thing. You know, the purpose of your life is to help other people. And, and it's like a, you know, it's a story now because it starts with you and then it, now it resonates that to other people and, and the story continues on beyond that, right? You know, it's not just a, something where it's like self-enclosed, it's a, it's a, it's a narrative that involves others. And I would say that the, that the alternative to, to atheistic nihilism is the grand narrative, the grand story, wherein instead of the universe at the very top being just a an unconscious, abiotic thing, right? Instead of that, it's conscious. There's consciousness at the very height of the universe you know there's consciousness that governs the universe and and i guess orchestrates the you know how things are supposed to go and i think the alternative to this nihilism is that at the end of the day there's a really cool narrative there's a really cool story at play that isn't just you know one person it isn't just oh i want my life to mean something it's like no everyone's a part of it and it is the biggest narrative you could possibly have because it involves the entire universe and involves the ultimate entity that could, that that writes reality you know and it involves the 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 you know it involves it's like the it's probably it's the best story you could possibly write. That's what the alternative to nihilism is. It's you know we are taking part in the best possible story ever conceived, which means we are our our lives are this universe has a a meaning has a purpose far beyond what we can possibly imagine and and it's not this isn't about just you know or the little feelings that we have in our own daily lives because our lives will continue after this and the consequences of our actions resonate into infinity because we will exist into infinity you know the consequences of your actions if there is no god if there's no afterlife you know they don't matter you know i could let's say i'm an atheist you know i could kill everybody i could kill like a thousand people and then i die and then nothing happens you know i i end up in the same exact place 
as, you know, just a regular old Joe or a really virtue or a saint, right? According to an atheist. But according to a Catholic or a Christian, if you do something like that, there will be, you know, a proportional or an infinite consequence to what you did. Which means that every action you have has weight. It's an infinite weight to it. You know, your life has has, has infinite meaning to it, infinite value. You know, it now means something. It's now like, and, and I think at the end of the day, what I'm saying here is that that's the alternative to this atheism is something really cool. Like, I would say that, that out of the two options, you know, you could choose the one where, oh, you know, you die and then nothing happens, okay? And you, your life is just an old fart that doesn't really mean anything, right? Or your life is like a really cool story. And, and everything has an infinite meaning to it. And, and, you know, at the top of it, there's God, which is an entity that, that, that is, you know, beyond, behind all of reality. And at the end of the day, you know, you know, reality isn't just some uncaring, you know, sad, little, meaningless, absurd mess. It's like, it's something that, that is, you know, is conscious. And I think that's, that's, you know, this is really cool. That's like really cool and really beautiful. And, and my point is, and also I I guess revelations is another really cool thing. It's like, well, the fact that there's, there was, there's an end to it. And the end is like this cinematic masterpiece, like a cinematic narrative masterpiece a crescendo towards everything you know everything is marching towards this these end times and once those happen then we achieve you know like like the inf like bliss for eternity like like my point is that this narrative this cool story is the alternative to atheism and i think at the end of the day Going, going back, you know, 10 minutes of this talk. If we are going to use beauty as a guide, if we are going to use beauty as a guide, and you could be the judge yourself, which of these alternatives is more beautiful? One where... You know, there isn't really a reason to not be completely hedonistic. Or one where reality is a beautiful tapestry, you know, an amazing mural of infinite complexity and infinite beauty that you're a part of. I don't know. Which one which one seems more beautiful to you? Which one seems like a cooler option? Which one fills you with excitement? Which alternative is the most meaningful? Which of one is, 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 you know, in which option for what reality could be, do you see nature reflected? When you look at a beautiful bird, when you look at, 
you know, a majestic beast. When you look at the moon, when you look at the stars, when you look at the forest. Do you see beauty? Of course you do. When you look at reality, when you look at what could be behind everything, you should see the same beauty that you see when you look at reality, when you look at nature, right? And I would say that if you're going to choose an explanation for everything, it should be as, as beautiful as nature. And it should fill you with as much excitement, and as much awe, and as much wonder, and as much mystery as nature does. And I think that, I don't think that the atheist, nihilist, hedonist option is, gives you that. I don't think it does. I think it, like, you, you, you can use science to explain, oh, this is how everything blah, blah, blah works, and which, which it doesn't really have a great, it doesn't, it, science is descriptive. It doesn't tell you what things are. It's only descriptive. It doesn't tell you the fundamental essence. And that's a different, that's, that's a, that's, that's a completely different, uh, rabbit hole. I'll probably get to it later. Not, not, not in this one, but in another episode, but be willing to admit that you know nothing. And be willing to accept the fact that your brain regularly plays tricks on you and it does it because it wants you to survive in a very weird way. And instead of, you know, assuming that you're right, maybe, maybe you should go to something much simpler, much deeper, you know, go to virtue, go to what is good. What is good is often, you know, or I'd say beauty, truth, and goodness are, are, are very closely linked, if not the same thing. And if you want an explanation of what reality is, if you want an explanation of what direction to go in, if you want an explanation of, you know, how to best orient your life, which you should. You shouldn't just assume that you have it. You know, you should, you need to fight tooth and nail to ensure that your life is going in the right direction. And to ensure to do that, I think you need to make sure that what you believe is something beautiful. And then you need to make sure that your thoughts, that your mind, that your spirit is aligned with that beauty. And then you got to make sure that your life, your actions, you know, are aligned with that as well. You know, that you're not living a debaucherous, disgusting life. That you're living a beautiful life. And I think only then, only when you have your actions and your spirit and your mind, your soul aligned to beauty, aligned to good, can you make the results of your life, your the fruits of your life, something that is, you know, the best they can possibly be. 
But anyway, I was just trying to be as thorough as I could with all this. I guess there was a little rambling, but because I don't have a script. But I think that there's something there's something here at the very least. So if you agree or disagree or have any thoughts on this, DM me on Goosenov or or wherever you want. Or JBS Snov or email me at quantumsnov at gmail.com. But I'll be listening for you guys and I hope you guys enjoyed. Leave some feedback if you'd like and check out goosenov.com. But anyway, it was a it was a pleasure having you guys and be sure to tune in to the next episode. Cause these are it would appear that these things are are uploaded weekly. All right, love you guys. Peace out.